Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Lauren. And you're listening to Podcast Podcast. The podcast that talks about how great podcasts are. How self-obsessed. listen to podcasts and find podcasts like how do you discover them we've never talked about this that's like, so what's funny. your process and also what when you're going through them like do you look for the guests that you like or themes that you like like what do you look for when you're that's, looking for something that is kind of funny that we've never compared notes on that because we do both love discovering new never stuff, talked about and it. that's kind no of the idea. basis of this show yeah um I use iTunes and I like to just dig through a lot of times I'll go category by category and look at like the top audio, um, the top podcasts and the top episodes, um, individually. And that's kind of a way I start, but then also iTunes will say, oh, if you like this podcast, we might suggest this one. Are, is so, iTunes usually right when it gets uh, No, not necessarily. <laughs> it's like, it's all like, you know, just yeah. thematic stuff, but, mm-hmm. um, I, yeah, I just like dive in like little wormholes. Yeah. What do you do? I, I use iTunes and Stitcher, iTunes more and more now, but I have so many problems with iTunes. Yeah. I just think it's garbage. It could be so much better. Yeah. Because discovering is, and making up a queue is really hard in iTunes. Mm. Like in Stitcher, you can make a playlist that it literally just goes down. Yeah. See, I don't even use that functionality in iTunes. It doesn't really exist. Yeah. You make up a library, it doesn't really work. I don't know. I It's frustrating experience. Yeah. But the discovering is good. And I feel like I every, probably once a day I'm listening to one. Oh. And it's a podcast get host. You get, the guest is, has their own podcast. And well, that's a good point. that's a big way that I find podcasts. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. Someone will be, a guest will be on and they'll be like, well, I have a podcast or you should listen to my friend's podcast, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, jot that down. Yeah. Definitely. Kind of word of mouth. Yeah. But what do you look for? Like when you're like, I want to listen to something new. Are you looking for the the names or the themes or? Yeah. As much as the I artwork, be, I know you were looking at the I artwork. I do judge by the judge. artwork. Um, as much as I should be giving podcasts just like a shot in the dark, I do often look for like, oh, there's an actor I really yeah. like or there's a, you know, writer I like or. Comedian. I think that's a huge gateway for me. Like for I sure. like I searched for Nicole Byer and listened to like exactly, everything she's on, like exactly. or whoever, Ga- John Gabris or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. that's a good way. Um, huh. And I feel like definitely because of that, our podcast sometimes has thematic guests on like clips that we have, just because yeah. those are the folks that we love hearing from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, wait. Now this is an interesting marketing study because now based on how we find podcasts, we can better market our show. Our artwork is perfect. Artwork is perfect. We we talked about redoing it. I think we should still refresh. I don't know if we have so I much brand equity it. in our artwork. No, we did talk about that. Yeah. But like then I was like, well, what would my dream artwork look like? And I was like, it's uh, it is my dream artwork. I think we I think sometime down the line we should do a photo shoot. I agree. Like a real just for me, photo- my per- of just of me, yeah, just of you. Yeah. Oh, then I could do the photography for that if oh, it's just great. you. <laughs> no, and we like should have do a cute, it. Like photo of us as the as the artwork. I would love that if we get sixty iTunes. Yes. Stars, we by will. By summer's end. By summer's summer's end sweepstakes. <laughs> summer's end sweepstakes. sweepstakes. Vote sweepstakes. us. Vote us. If you want to see our precious mugs on your <laughs> iTunes icon. Oh, 
now rate I us. double motivation to get this to happen. Okay, I, I think agree. we should remind people at the end to rate us, like instead of at the beginning, because they're listening to us now. They can't rate us. Sure. They don't have time. Yeah, sure. Rate they us. Listen to our podcast. Yeah. Okay. So we'll tell you at the end too, but rate us on iTunes five stars. That would be really helpful so that other folks can discover us. Yes. And when you're sitting with your friends and your technology non savvy folks, just take their phone and rate it for uh, for them. They, no one cares. Yeah. They really? Don't care. Okay. There's no skin off their back. No, I I did this recently in a meeting. You did you to took, one. You it was only one phones. person. But well, but it's a start. Hey, you're welcome. That's Thanks, Brandon. A start. Thanks. No, Brandon. and it, it was he has a podcast, and oh. so I preemptively liked his podcast, and I was See, like, "That's a nice thing." He was like, "I have one question for you," and I was like, "Up, up, 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 up." I already liked yours, so then I would answer your question, but I'm not feeling real five stars about it. Nope. Anyways, help us with those stars. We don't ask much. We don't. And like because of all of our money rolling in from the sponsors, this is even a free podcast. I know. <laughs> you know how other ones are like so expensive. I know. <laughs> premium something something. It's true. Um, are you ready for joshing around? Yeah, heck yeah. Your favorite. We're just, we're just flying right over show nuts we used to have like all these show nuts and now it just feels like we're easy breezy yeah we we're talk about what flow. we want to talk about it's so true but um tell me well i i was wondering if you could explain josh around because i realized the name of the segment doesn't necessarily explain it all no it's sort of you know you know how like if you're joking with someone if you're pulling their leg if you're yanking their chain you can say you're joshing around i haven't heard anyone say joshing in a long Is time but I, I want to bring it back i mean we are trying to bring it back with yeah. this segment uh trying and failing yeah but trying nonetheless like joshing like joking joshing, you know, like just joshing yeah and yeah. so the reason for the name is because this segment is to entertain our friend josh who uh has to drive long distances to see his long distance fiance and so we figure Let's give him some stuff to think on on the drive to no- to noodle. Yeah, noodle. On. I was waiting for you to say noodle. <laughs> we like to say noodle. Yeah. I don't. I don't even know if that's like the right use of that. But um. So that's where that's where the Josh and around comes from. Is just that his name is Josh. Yeah. So we both submit like a, a something for him to think about noodle on, and then he gives us feedback and says which topic was more entertaining. Yeah, and which one he actually would do. Yeah. So what is your Josh and around subject this week? Um, I think I'm going to win because Yours is so good. Well, he likes to cook. I see. Oh, I get, I have like an unfair one. advantage because I know him a little bit. Better I'm always like our friend. Yeah. And like I, I've met him once. I don't really know this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know him, but I love it's him. It's so strange that you don't know him very well, but like you dedicate a good portion of your week to him. I would say most of my days <laughs> are spent thinking about him. Yeah. Is that wrong? Um, Josh, I just hope you know how much, how hard we work for you. <laughs> um, but anyways, he likes to cook. I was thinking it'd be fun to plan a meal, a grand dinner you're hosting Ooh. for your friends. And I want him to plan the menu. And it, But it, I want it to be like upgrades of his childhood favorites. So Ooh. think about his food that he loved when he was little. Yeah. And like, how do you like make it classy yeah. for this dinner party? So it's like a throwback, example. like... Um, Mac- this is kind of boring, so don't do this one. But like yeah. macaroni and cheese, yeah. like how would you make it? Like, do like some like, truffle oil yeah. in there, or something, and like gourmet, yeah, with some something, smoked gouda, some, smoked and something, lobster, yeah, flambe, that <laughs> shit, yeah. Or like if you like grilled cheese, like, oh, and I do, or like pancakes, like how would you, you know, 
how would you like make this like a super class and do the entire dinner? Like there's got to be like an appetizer. Yeah. There has to be a salad. Yeah. You look trying to make salads from your favorite child. How do you do that? How do you create a salad from your childhood favorite food? Well, let's see. Did you ever have Jello salad? Perfect. As a kid? That's so a good one. That. Or like hamburger salad. Or I like don't know what if that you is. had ants on a log, you could make like a instead of celery like endive, and instead of raisins, like, you know dates or whatever. <gasps> You're giving him too many oh, sorry, ideas. Sorry, I take You're it winning. back. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that's mine. I love that. What's yours? Wait, did you frame that as it would be his last meal or no? At first, I was thinking last meal. Yeah. Well, the reason I ask, it's it's a leading question. Yes, because it was in it, the show notes. You had it written in, the, I, in I the nuts. Changed. I just want like dinner party yeah. for uh, for friends. Dinner party's better, but since yeah. you had in the show notes last meal, I wanted to tell you yes. forever what my last, like, you know how sometimes people ask you the question, yeah. like, if you were on death row, like, what would your last meal request be? Uh, can I guess? Yeah. Seal. <laughs> like grilled seal. What? That's so sad. That worked last time. Oh my gosh. We both love See, seals. It does seem right okay. that seal would be universally okay, fine. the answer to any question of mine. <laughs> I was taking a risk. That was a good risk. Um, no, I always said that my um, my last meal would be orange chicken from Panda Express with an egg roll and a medium Dr. Pepper. Have you ever had the orange chicken from Trader Joe's? No. Oh. Because, okay, so is it real chicken or fake chicken? Well, bring this. It's real. We're oh, both that's right. You wouldn't. But I'm just wondering if you'd ever had it. No, no, no. Okay, bringing this, keeping this on subject. Yeah. There's a new podcast called like the Trader Joe's podcast. Wait, Have you heard of this? Ugh. Okay, so I was considering it for the podcast challenge for you, but now I'm glad I didn't because oh, you're telling shit. me about it. No, I didn't. I didn't. Use okay. It. Well, I kept on reading about it, and everyone's going nuts about it. But it sounds kind of like an ad for. Trader Joe's. And anyway, can I tell you something? Yes. I don't like Trader Joe's. Okay. Is this drama? No, I don't either, but I've never it's cuz there's a bouncer. You have to go through like a line that's like 20 miles long. So I'm not really sure if it's if I would like yeah. it if I could ever get inside. If you could have access, you have to like pay 20 no. bucks. You have to write a book report. It's right. impossible to get no, in that no, place. No. And then once you're in, you're standing in a line 400 people deep. No. And then there's like grocery stores like right next door. Right next door. And also no lines. Trader Joe's produce is a garbage. Joke. I've heard the that. The reason you go to Trader Joe's the is frozen for they're like cute yeah, frozen stuff and they're cute little like prepackaged snacks. They have like gummy is riding a surfboard of Oreos <laughs> with like a chocolate chip in their mouth. Like oh, they have man, cute this is whatever. Not convincing stuff. me. Okay, not worth it. It's not worth no. it. It's not worth it. But th- this podcast, everyone's going crazy, and they were saying their number one most popular item is the orange chicken. Oh, that they sell. Yeah. yeah. See, that's the thing is like they have their brands of stuff. Like I know people who love like they have these brownie bites, and people are nuts yeah. about these particular brownie bites. I do think I might listen to more of the podcast because it is an interesting marketing. Yeah lesson right because they've really branded themselves as something different like mm. the hawaiian shirts mm. you know what i mean like right. they have a voice yeah. that's a brand that has a voice and that's kind of interesting to me so i'm not saying i'm going to give up on it but it's not it's such a weird podcast it <laughs> like, is that it's wildly popular <laughs> you're right you're right for a for such a straight up brand yeah. to come at you with a podcast talking about their product what is happening and for it not to feel salesy that's kind of an accomplishment yeah and i think very few brands could do that this is actually making me want to go listen to it more yeah okay but it's interesting yeah like what does that content look like that feels like it's featuring that it's working it's like, yeah it's like making people love it yeah, yeah. 
And it's like consumer goods. You would think something like books, like a, a publishing company could do that and talk about their authors and blah, 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 have interviews. Yeah. But like for consumer goods to get away with it, it feels weird. I do think it's kind of because it's Trader Joe's. Yeah. And that yeah. voice. It's like people like see Trader Joe's and they're like, oh, shucks. Right. Joe. I listen know? to a Wendy's podcast. Yeah. Their social media is so fun. No, that's true. There's voice. certain brands you'd want to and there's certain brands you really wouldn't want to. Yeah. Like Chase Bank. Not interesting. Nope. <laughs> I mean, they may have one on like, how do we finance your home Oh, mortgage? stop. <laughs> You're hurting my ears. <laughs> You're right. It's It would not work. No. I just turned your joshing around into a 90-minute diet. Oh, my gosh. I forgot we were joshing around. <laughs> I don't apologize. I kind of also spun things out of control. No, I really loved it. We were passionate, clearly. Well, let's um, move on to podcast challenge. Well, to be honest... To make it a fair game, I know yours was good, but I would love to put in my joshing around. Oh, I just <laughs> thought you already went because I read it. I'm so well, sorry. You also thought that I went because I just spoke for like six hours and I'm talking way too much. Okay. <laughs> my I, yeah, I no. was like, I was like, I went, I like it. I think I'm going to win <laughs> and let's move on. Okay. Well, honestly, like I should just forfeit because yours is a really good one. Um, no, yours is good. I just feel like I have the edge. You do have the he, edge. Okay. You but, do have the edge. Okay. My joshing around is I'm in, I'm in the Tony world world's world right now at work um and this season's musicals are almost all inspired by existing properties like movies or tv so like spongebob uh escape to margaritaville i want to see mean girls mean girls is another one did you see based it yet? On a movie i did can i tell you alan and i had the most fun oh my god i didn't know you were gonna say we, just now like, i really want to see we it we were laughing so oh. hard it does such a good job of like not trying to imitate the movie it has all of the right vibe of the movie but it kind of establishes itself on its own is as it well modern is it a modern it time? is it's okay. modern like it's present day yeah. and so you have some like you know technology cell in there phones? and stuff like that because that movie would be different it's true it's true Lauren, it's so entertaining. Oh, okay. It's so entertaining. That's what I want to So we see. have that. We have SpongeBob, um, like Frozen based on a movie. So my question to Josh is, what book or movie or TV show would do you think should be musicalized Wait, it, next? This is really fun. Right? Yeah. And who would you want to compose the music? So if you don't know musical theater composers, that's okay. Like maybe you want like SZA to compose the music. Like yeah. whoever you want. Or maybe you want like, um, you know, Carol King and Elton John and Sarah Bareilles to to uh, collaborate and create the music. This is a fun game. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's mine. That's my joshing around. Thanks for it. hanging in there. <laughs> Sorry, I almost skipped you. Mm. No, you were right too. I'm the one hanging on here. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm rude. Okay. No, you are not. But now it's time for my favorite segment. Bow, 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 bow. Podcast challenge. Challenge. So this is oh, tell me. No, you're better at explaining. No, no, no. I always please, explain. Please, you please, tell please, me. No, you go. Let's explain it at the same time. Everyone this one farts, farts the banana of I invented avocados. There. Wow, we that was got it, guys. Synchronicity <laughs> at its best. <laughs> okay, challenge <laughs> is the segment where we challenge each other to listen to an episode or a, a podcast that either we think they haven't listened to and they like, or that we kind of want to know this, the skinny on, but are too lazy to listen to ourselves. So last week you challenged me to the big ones. The big ones. 
um, how they say it. As they, yeah, as they say it. And also as they describe it, um, they say life's big questions are hard to answer, but fun to discuss because they force you to look deep inside yourself. So the hosts are Maria Blasucci and Amanda Lund. I think I said Blasucci. I think you... I, I, well, Suchi. It's G. There's no possible way to... Right. No, no, no. Uh, they have special guests on to discuss life's big ones. Each week will be a new ethical question ranging from historical decisions to relationship dilemmas to brain-busting moral choices. You gave me three options of guests. Uh, Kate Berlant, Janet Varney, and John Early. Can't go wrong. Can you guess who I picked? I know I really love all three of these people, so it's a hard pick. But I'm going to guess either Kate or John, but I'm going to say John. Kate. <gasps> Okay. Kate. I'm like vibing with Kate. You know what? I don't even think I listened to that one yet. Oh, that makes me so excited. Cause Is it good? You have to listen to it. Okay, this was a great challenge because I loved this yes. podcast. So I picked the Kate Berlant episode because I'm a Kate Berlant addict yeah. and I can't help it. Um, it's so funny. They actually talk about the ethics of stealing. Do you remember we talked about that a few episodes That's ago? That's weird. They went really in depth into the ethics of stealing and Kate admitted to stealing well into her late 20s oh boy and thinks firmly that like large stealing from large chains like drugstores and stuff is okay and like whole foods she has some really entertaining stories about that even though i disagree on the ethics of it but it's so interesting we love talking about stealing it's like my new favorite thing i'm in a face should be called stealing stealing not podcast podcast um, so the big idea they discuss on this episode is <laughs> this scenario where a meteor is headed for Earth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so funny. You get an email from the government inviting you to a special mission to colonize outside the Earth. But like once you get there, everyone else is like a genius, like the best scientists in the planet, in the planet, like the best architect in the planet. But like they invited Oprah. me. <laughs> and so they're like, it's pretty clear your inclusion is a mistake. Do you say something? <laughs> That's <laughs> so that funny? funny. So they discuss at length, of That's- course. So funny! It's, it's amazing. Um, my overall rating for this one is it's definitely a, a winner, winner. Yay. And um, I think I will like go back guest by guest basis. But if they keep having guests like you know Kate Berlant, Jenna Varney, and John Early, I'm huh. in like sin. Well, I just saw a tweet from them. I'm pretty yeah, and it, they said, "Hey, sorry we've been away. We're back for season three. And I <gasps> this is new to me. I didn't know they were away, oh so we're in for God. some more. This was kind of perfect timing, then, yeah. don't you think? Oh my gosh! <sighs> well, thank Yay! you for that challenge. Okay, that was a real winner, and I hope that my challenge for you will also be a winner. What you got? So, oftentimes when I challenge you I with something, this. I love this moment where I don't know. It's, it's exciting, right? Yeah. It feels like you're at the top of the roller coaster, mm-hmm. about to fall. Yeah. Um, oftentimes I challenge you to something that you've already listened to. I'm trying to get better about that. So I have two options. If I, I feel like you put too one. much stress on yourself because yeah, you're, you're always very forgiving about it, but I still, and want. I always enjoy. Okay. But that's your goal. Okay. Yeah. It's my goal. Okay. Um, have you heard of on shuffle? It's new. It's very new. It's from the ringer. It sounds familiar, but I've never listened to it. No, I don't think I have. I don't think I've ever heard of it. Oh, I feel so excited. Okay. Is it a musical podcast? It is a musical podcast. Okay. So it's from um, The Ringer, which is like a sports and entertainment website. Um, Micah Peters, 
uh, hosts. It's basically a podcast version of your family's daily song text thread. Oh. Which is why I think you would like it. So the host and his guests talk about what they're listening to right now and kind of what they're loving in the world of music. Um, And the very first episode, because it's brand new, discusses the success of Post Malone, the negatives and positives as well. Spotify and Andre 3000. Awesome. So you only have one episode as an option. I love so you gotta it. Listen to that That's one. so exciting. Good one. I hope you like it, and I'm really thrilled that you haven't listened Thank to it yet. Thank you. You're welcome. And again, that's on shuffle. If y'all want to listen, I'm looking along at it right now. Us. Wait, so there's one episode so far. There's right? only one episode okay. so far. So oh my that's God. your only option. I love it. Thank yeah. you so much. I can't wait. You're very welcome. We did it. We did wait, it. Wait, did you have another one that you were like, you? Ha- did you just say you had two options? Yeah. Can you just test or do you want to save it? I want to save it. Okay. Yeah. Cause it, it's, um, I'm just, I was curious what it was, but we'll save it. We'll this save one it. is that I don't think you've listened to the other one. Okay. And it's a little selfish because I think I want to listen to it, but I need you to like screen it first. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like not your type. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Pins and needles, guys. <laughs> um, and I think we have to, you know, we have to do our sponsor thing because they're paying the time. bill. We got it. We, we got it. it. The way I know that no one loves it. Yeah. But, you know, we got to pay them bills. Um. You know, now might be a good time to go run some errands or something. <laughs> um. Today's episode is brought to you by Brandless. Liking things with brand names on them is cool. If you're a tool for the man, (laughs) brands are just like what the government wants you to do or something. Tennis shoe brands, grocery store brands, sea monkey brands. It's all owned by the man. There is only one brand I trust, and that is Brandless. Subscribe to Brandless now, and they will, every month, send you a bunch of generic stuff that we have no idea where it came from or who made it. Purple knitted underpants, a macaroni casserole, a couch cushion that says, homo is wherever I'm with you. I believe that's a typo. Soup. Who knows where all this stuff came from? Because there's no brand on it. I literally have no idea. All I know is that it didn't come from the man. I also know that I want a box full of this stuff every month delivered to my house. I just ordered my first box and inside was pleased to find some different colored Vicodin, I think it is, and two different pairs of socks and something that smells like moonshine. I love getting surprised every month and also a little confused. Sign up for your brandless subscription now and enter discount code podcast podcast and you'll get to take home a free jerk box, which is full of random unidentified non-branded jerkies. You won't know what you'll be eating, but you will know that you'll be sticking it to the man. Fuck you, brands. Thanks, brandless. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. I'm really glad this is a real company because I definitely... I definitely would and will use this service. Yeah, use that discount code. I just feel like sometimes in this corporate world, like the Sea Monkey brands are always like it's so predictable. Get me down. I know. You, know, like, you just want like, your yeah. I ain't no cookie cutter corporate machine, you know. I know. Exactly. I just want some off brand Vicodin and jerky. Right. Thank you. <laughs> That's why I I believe it was a good fit for the podcast. So thanks, Brandless. Whoever came up with that ad. Meaning the marketing team at Brandless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I the marketing team. I want to marry. I yeah. just love that very much. They really know how to t- speak to us. They do. Yeah. They really do. 
Well, as much as I'd like to talk about um, beef jerky all day, (laughs) should we get into clip one? Let's do it. (laughs) Clip one is from the Doughboys, which we've talked about the Doughboys before. Mike Mitchell and Nick Weiger review fast food restaurants and sit down chains. Um, And this is from... Is it the Doughboys 2 with Joel Kim Booster? Do you know who Joel Kim Booster is? Of course. I love him. I f- he's great. He's so funny. He's also one of those people who is on every podcast. Yeah, do a search for him. Yeah, you right could now. you could listen to literally 10 different episodes from different podcasts with him on it. He's so great. Yeah. Um and in this one he is talking about working at Dippin' Dots. Like he grew <laughs> up in the Midwest, so he had jobs at Dippin' Dots, the Olive Garden, Family video, which mm. he got fired for renting Rachel getting married without paying for it. <laughs> um, and finally, Cold Stone Creamery. Can, we can't go mentioning Dippin' Dots without mentioning this I, size, Sean Spicer <laughs> series of tweets about Dippin' Dots. If you don't know what we're talking about, look up Sean Spicer Dippin' Dots. Or maybe we can enter, we can insert a <laughs> insert clip, clip from our own show. Because you reading those tweets, <laughs> Sean Spicer is obsessed with Dippin' Dots. It makes no sense. Oh, it's too good. It's too good. Um. Anyway, let's listen to what he has to say. Cold Stone Creamery for me was like in my town at least was like the underground railroad for gay teens. Like everyone. Oh really? Like, wow. Because they open and it's not like uh, I moved to New York and quickly found out that Cold Stones are not all created equal. Um, but like when you're in a small suburban Cold Stone, it, they mm-hmm. really do adhere to like every they they didn't have job interviews. They like went to the theater programs at the high schools and were like, we're holding auditions to work at Cold Stone. Oh, and yeah. like that was really appealing to yeah. like loser kids um in my town and so like the three high schools it was just purely staffed by the kids who were in the drama departments at the three high schools in my town and so i went and worked there i was still homeschooled when i worked there that was my last job being into homeschool and then after like a summer of working there i was like i need to go to school i need to like do uh like i need to have like a legit drama program because i was doing like community theater at the time and then my parents were like sure and then literally i went to public school and within a month I came out of the closet and smoked weed for the first time and drank for the first time. It was all their fears realized. Oh. <laughs> um, and it all is all thanks to Colts Stone Creamery. That's insane. Yeah. What did you... Uh, Fucking public. Goddamn public yeah. schools. <laughs> it's true what they say. It really... It, they are indoctrinating kids. Uh, <laughs> at least my mom's. Is it... So, like, it, you're, you're at Cold Stone... This is like it's fascinating to me that you're saying they're holding auditions. Was that because of like it is kind of a, I guess theatrical performance yeah. thing working there? Was they really thing, they the really wanted to push the like performance aspect? Of Got it. it. Like we not only would we sing when we t- when we were tipped, like we would create like group dances and like like it, we went all in a little too much in. Honestly, that, um, sounds, that sounds pretty fun, though, for a um, high school job. Oh, God, it was the best job to have in high school. And then I got fired because I called my manager a bitch. But, you know, that's a different story. <laughs> I love I like how, how he checks her. Yeah. <laughs> we just had call her out. Thought. Call her out. That's so funny. I really enjoyed listening to this clip because the thinking of like, I've never actually walked inside a cold stone in New York. Have you? Oh, uh, yeah. It's a bummer. It's a real bummer. It's depressing, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. But then to think of these Cold Stone Creameries in the Midwest as actually being like really respected, like great places for kids to go. Yeah. It's sort of this like safe space it's of an experience, joy. And it's an experience. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
Wait, I feel like you need to be talking about this because yeah. you worked at Cold Stone. You're the expert. I did. I worked and at Cold Stone for a summer. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about well, it. Maybe more than one summer. Well, um, was it your bridge to fame? It was, That's my question. <laughs> it was. It maybe it was my bridge kind to fame. Of. It. So we. It was. It was an audition. You went on an audition. I don't think I knew you auditioned. It's intense. So it's like this group audition. There's probably twenty or thirty people. You have to like do all these activities. You have to like get up and like do like speaking, and then they make you. Um, come up with a jingle so if you all aren't familiar with cold stone the whole idea is if you tip they sing a song um and they're all sort of like parodies of existing songs but with like ice cream related things like <laughs> lyrics in place um so you had to make one up on the spot and then sing it in front of the entire group then you had to role play <laughs> so you had to like go back behind this like little fake counter and the audition was not at a cold stone it was like at this like warehouse space. It was so weird. Um, so you're like back behind this counter and you have to like do your whole thing and like pretend like you're like, you know, like, hi, like welcome to Cold Stone. Like, have you been before? Well, let me tell you about some of our Cold Stone like original creations. Like, bah, 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 bah. sweet cream is our base flavor. Like it just, this is this whole thing. It's so up my alley because it was just so cheesy and just like so like big old smile customer service it was fun though i loved working at cold stone yeah that's another thing they talk about later how everyone they know that ever worked there like loved it yeah it was a good time and like it was just such a nice environment like the folks who managed the one that i do were really nice and they did all these sorts of like sales incentive things and of course because i was like cheesetastic i would you know win them and you get ice cream or whatever and were you the best one there please you i I, I'm not going to believe you if you say no. I will say that I excelled. Yes. Um, because I'm cheesy at heart and like I know I can do customer service. and um, That job is so perfect for you. It was really fun. What I mean, was better, that or lifeguarding? Because you had two cool jobs. Well, I have to say lifeguarding was so I was a lifeguard and swim instructor and that was better because it was like all my friends worked yeah. at the same pool and you got to like come up with your own swim lessons and I got to like own it in kind of a bigger way. But yeah. who, what's not to love about like slinging ice cream and making people happy. But when you're like, a, can you put that on your resume or anything like that? Cold like, stone? yeah. Like, That's do you think people question. are doing that? Cause it seems, I don't know. It does seem like, I mean, you had to audition. Yeah. Well, but you're and right. It's that, like, like improv. It's yeah, like a, it is like a, yeah, very, that's a good point. Not that many people could do this. Yeah. There is this I like should... performative aspect. You do have to do height, but to your point, it depends. You'd have to be like Cold Stone, like in this little town in Ohio versus like Cold Stone in Times Square in which they're right. like, get out. What are you even doing? <laughs> like the employees are like, what are you doing here? Like, what what do you need oh you need <gasps> ice cream you, do you really hysterical it just sums everything up <laughs> yeah. doesn't it yeah, yeah in totally. ohio it's like oh. yeah you tip and they're like you just have a dollar that's all you have you can afford this ten dollar ice cream but you can only give me a dollar and you're like was that a song Whoa, is that- I, just <laughs> get sung to? <laughs> I do remember though well, i probably shouldn't be bringing this up cookie went and visited you and she gave you a big tip <sighs> but she was like promise you won't sing she did you're she so right so uncomfortable she did one of these things where like somehow all of a sudden there was like just one lamp like spotlight on her face and she just like slammed it down and like slid it across the counter and was like if you sing i'm taking this back no it was like way kinder no, than that but i bet it was god love your mom No, she just gets uncomfortable oh like, and i'm the same way it, but it, she wanted to tip you so when when i tip a cold stone now i i do the same thing I'm like, you don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. Here's here's a trick I would do to get to get more tips. Um, so a lot of times people would Wait be there. Second, Tell me. Can I interrupt you? But because <laughs> is the I 
personally remember not enjoying the ice cream all that much. Oh, interesting. So to me, it seems funny that someone would go... Because to me, I would go for the experience. And not necessarily for the product. But people are going for the product. I think the ice cream is great. It's really, really rich is the thing, which may not be your thing. But I think the ice cream is... It doesn't taste like ice cream. I hear that. I hear that. I, I happen to really like the flavor, and I do think... People would go for like their specific yeah. type of ice cream. Yeah, that's um, true. But maybe it's just not your favorite. Yeah, interesting. That's okay. fair. Okay. A but lot it's of in New York, it's like go get something, go well, somewhere else where they're not where they're not going to be mean to you. That's a good point. In New York, I would probably go somewhere. That's so funny. Somewhere else. Um, they are mean. No, okay. So a lot of guys would be <laughs> would be on like dates at Coldstone. They bring bringing their like you know girlfriends or wives or whatever. Um, and so you could tell like kind of like the the big guns who would come in and they'd be like, oh, you know, if I tipped, you have to sing. And I would always say, um, yeah, but if you tip five dollars or more, we sing and dance. It worked every time every time you're too good because it's like it was in an affluent like community and so like you could tell the person who came in and like could manage it like no problem um so we would do the cold stone boogie where we you you put your spades in you put your spades out you put your spades in and you shake it all about the spades are the things that you scoop the ice cream with you do the cold stone boogie and you turn yourself around that's what it's all about thanks for the tip See, I think I would really like, I can't sing, but like. You can. I, I would get so bored. I just have no attention span. So yeah. this would like fulfill my need to like be doing something at all times. That's like, true. Oh my gosh. That's true. Maybe it's not too late. Maybe uh, I can turn the New York City Coldstone Creamery around. Oh my god! Like I come in, I'm like, you guys, I've got a vision. <laughs> in Ohio, here's how we do it. I'll bring you in and be yes. like, we have uh, an instructor. Do some training. He's we can do all the musical theater themed songs since they're in the heart of Broadway oh my in god, Times Square. I totally have time to do this. This is great. You do have time this to do is this. Great. I feel good about oh it. Oh my god, I'm so excited. But it did the... Um, once again, listen to the whole thing. It's yeah. a, a joy listening to him talk about the Olive Garden and everything. <laughs> um, getting fired from basically all of these jobs for very strange reasons. Which is very funny. Um, but it also made me think about a lot of those Midwestern res- restaurants mm. that were like chains and how like, I don't necessarily poo-poo them, but like I would never go to them in New York or even in Ohio anymore. Like I'm kind of, but I do, it did make me recognize how great that they are and how good it is that they exist. And the Olive Garden, like, some family, like, Joel Kambooster is saying he wanted to work there because when he was young, they didn't have money to go out. And that was a really big special deal. Totally. And, like, like, so those restaurants, and, like, people complain about the Olive Garden in Times Square. And I have also. But it's, like, some people come to New York and they just want, that's special for them. Yeah. And that's all, they don't want to... Listen, come to New York. That's a big jump for a lot of people. You're right. If we can make your dinner like a little less stressful, then go to the Olive Garden. Like, I'm not going to make you go to like downtown in the Lower East Side, you know? Like, so I I appreciate that those restaurants are here. I kind of am sad that Guy Fieri's restaurant closed. I love Guy Fieri. (sighs) I'm serious. I love him. I think he's a hard worker, smart man. I do too. I love, I love Downer Drivers and Dives. I love Guy's Grocery Games. I'm into it. But please stop shaming me for liking Subway. I won't. 
I won't do it. Okay, then I'm not going to stop no, shooting you. I'm not a Subway hater. <laughs> I feel like last time I mentioned that I like Subway, you were like not okay with it. No, I probably was very surprised. Oh, okay. When Al so and I fresh. lived in that Queens apartment, we got Subway all the so darn time. And by the way, their veggie patty, I think we've talked about yeah, this, is good. Delish. Their veggie patty is very good. They're nailing it. Honey mustard sauce on there, some red onion, some I like, spinach. I like um, the shredded cheese and then a lot of vinegar. Yeah, good That's one. Mine good one yeah the the vinegar is actually a good mm-hmm. touch on there i love how the bread doesn't taste like bread it's kind of gummy if, well if it's good. toasted it's a little better Ugh. i'm not mad at a subway okay. you know me i'm an ohio boy and i'm not mad at a chain restaurant what's your favorite ohio restaurant uh, i'm gonna say ruby tuesdays oh good one their salad bar is so really mm-mm-mm. it really is and they i wouldn't these... i've never been there i would never guess that <laughs> they okay. have these like What's the brown bread pumpernickel or something? Mm, yeah. Whatever. Brown. They have these brown bread croutons that are oh my so gosh. good. I bet you can't get those in New York. Wait, well, you can go to the Ruby Tuesdays in New York. There's one I in New have. York? There's one right okay. t- right near my office at Times oh, Square. Oh, no. So tempting. Where? Do you ever just go in and say, can I have the breadcrumbs? <laughs> I have breadcrumbs? a handful of breadcrumbs. <laughs> I, I, well, I'm now. poor. <laughs> Please, uh, could I have the bread? Wait, what's your favorite like Ohio chain restaurant? I mean, I used to love, um, where did we used to go for, to the possibilities? Uh, shit. It wasn't the Olive Garden. It Macaroni was a, Grill? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yeah, I used to love Megan. Do you remember who we went there for New Year's Eve one year? Yeah, yes. Oh, that's so funny. With like Colleen and Kara and Patty, yep. I think. Yeah. That's so I feel like fun. I made everyone go there, but I lo- I really, I did like that place. Macaroni Grill, though, is like a step above. Yeah. Like that's getting into Cheesecake Factory territory. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> you know what else is really good is um, uh, CPK, California Pizza Kitchen. Oh, <laughs> I swear to you, I've gone there with my family in Ohio, like recently, the and have been like called CBK. Well, I think they changed the name. Oh, I think it's now oh they're CPK. cool now. Yeah. Okay. Um, they have like really good pizza. They had this one with like gorgonzola and pear, and it was legit good. And I was not mad about it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. But I'm trash. I'm so. very nervous about that. But okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am fully trash. Although. Alan and I were going to the Poconos with friends. So like on the drive, we were like, what if we stopped at Olive Garden for dinner? It made me feel like someone had filled my stomach with cement and I didn't even eat that much. It just was, it was bad. It was not good. Well, you know, he talks a lot. It's interesting. He talks a lot about how they do it because it's quite an interesting, like the procedure of getting endless stuff out to people. Right. Like the waiters can only have like three tables. It's like kind of admirable what they do that's interesting it's it's crazy that's interesting. and he was talking about the can you get did you have any breadsticks because i think okay i think their best thing is the breadsticks yes fair yeah yes. did you have any breadsticks we, yeah of course can yeah. you guess how many calories are in a breadstick oh, he mentioned goodness this. oh goodness um i would i would hope not more than like 300 per breadstick 350 Oh god. Which is That's a lot. Because they're kind of like airy and don't really t- they you are, know what I mean? It's they like are. what did I just eat? But anyway, that's how much two of them, that's like a meal. Yeah. That's crazy. That is kind of crazy. That's a lot. That yeah. is a lot. And of then they're given like yeah. Right. Then you get endless that's and you feel like oh I have four or five. Don't, people don't feel good. You're right. Anyway. Well, here's the other reason is we got a, a buy one get one entree Why like without you, even what? asking no. without even asking they do this for old people i was like i'll have the eggplant yeah. parmesan and they were like and your entree to go i was like no 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 That's i just want one entree they were like well it comes with the second entree to go and you're like throw it away oh my god that's cr- 
It was nuts. It was nuts. After eating, after eating it, feeling like garbage, we did take our entrees to go and we did eat them the next day. Okay. Cause then, yeah, you forget. Yeah. There's like something like in the childbirth. food that makes you forget. <laughs> right. Right. Do you know what they say about childbirth and eating at uh, Olive Garden? It's we had, thing. we went to Olive Garden on one of our first dates. We did. First dates. Well, we like went to a movie together yeah, and we big, were just becoming friends. Was that the one in Mexico? It was Macedonia? just you and me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What did we get at the Olive Ravioli. Garden? Ravioli. That is so funny. Mm-hmm. We we anyway. used to go to the Applebee's too, in that same complex. Yeah, it all comes back to uh, uh, we our could, favorite Midwestern restaurants. We could really talk about this for hours. We should be on the Doughboys. Oh my gosh, maybe they'll ask us if they hear this glowing review of their podcast. <laughs> go listen to the Doughboys. <laughs> we love them. Stack Joe Come Booster. Oh, what a good clip. Oh my gosh, <laughs> stop me. Okay, let's go to the next one. Okay. Uh, this one comes from a podcast called Definitely Dying. New to me. Which makes me so happy. Um, it's a very funny podcast hosted by two comedian hypochondriacs, Madeline Walter, who she's always certain that she's got some horrible disease, and Ben Axelrad, who, by his own admission, treats a cold like the plague, which I think most (laughs) of us men do. (laughs) Um, so they chat with guests about like their medical maladies and whether they're, you know, real or imagined. Um, this is such an interesting, weird theme for a podcast. And I love it. Yeah. And a sidebar, I discovered Madeline Walter through this podcast and I went into a deep dive. I am a huge fan of hers now. She's very funny. Um, this episode's guest is one of my favorites, Nicole Byer. Uh, I love her. Who you might know from her podcast, Why Won't You Date Me? Or from Nailed It, the Netflix show that Lauren and I love. Um, Nicole, by her own admission, tends to eat food past its expiration. Same. So in this clip, Madeline creates a little game to see how long Nicole thinks foods will be edible before they rot or go bad. Here it is. I know, right? How long do apples last (laughs) in the fridge before Um, they go bad? What would be your guess? About a month? I'm going to say a week. It's actually, you were correct, Nicole. Oh, there's your alarm. It's like one to two months. Whoa. Oh, dang. Yeah. Apples in the fridge can last one to two months. Apples in the fridge. I think that's crazy and cool. That is crazy. Yeah. Apples in the fridge. How about eggs in the fridge? fridge. Apples in the fridge. Oh, eggs in the fridge. Eggs in the fridge. Eggs in the fridge. Eggs in the fridge. Yeah, how long eggs? Well, I mean, I look at the expiration date on those. Those bad boys have one right on there. Yeah, they have one right on there. But what would you guess if there was no expiration date? If you bought eggs, how long would you guess you could keep them? About a month. Month. Also correct. Yeah. Yeah. Eggs, you can last. Yeah, you should give yourself more credit. You know. Yeah. Then how am I always eating bad food? Well, how long does how long does chicken well, because, last in the fridge? Because you cook it and then you then you leave it out. <laughs> Wait, is that true? Uh, Wait, say that again. Sorry. How long Let's does see. chicken at? chicken in the fridge? Two, three weeks. Two three or weeks. three days. Uh, Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, okay, we fa- we figured it out. <laughs> yeah, this that's the problem. Pro- we've pinpointed the problem. <laughs> they figured it out. <laughs> oh my gosh! I just like if, if this podcast does one thing, it makes me so happy. solves the mystery of why Nicole Byer. <laughs> is I also just sick. like she guessed a month for the first two answers, and they're like, "Wow, you're actually pretty good at this." And then it's like chicken. She's like, "Also a month." It's like, okay, you just think everything lasts right. a month, and that's not right. <laughs> For the record, chicken lasts like three to four days. I wouldn't is the know official that. Answer. Well, you don't eat chicken. Is, is, is no idea. Is the real truth. Um, same for ground beef. Oh, 
I would have thought it would have been a month. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's a month. Um, Okay. Because this is a really fun game, I'm going to fully steal it and test your knowledge of how quickly foods go bad. Okay. I'm a little nervous because, like, I feel like I'm in this, like, position where you are going to be, like, making me bring out the food and serve it to people or something. But, like, there are dates on the foods. Well, you won't be in that position. Like, I'll never be in the position where there's, like, a random egg, right? Well, yeah, like a loose egg. A loose but egg. sometimes with like produce, it doesn't always have That's an expiration true. and that kind of stuff. Um, Basically, I go like if it doesn't smell bad. Well, that I do the same, and I think the things I pick don't really have like set expiration okay, dates let's, on them. Let's do this. Also, what you're not knowing yet is that whatever time you say, you have to eat that thing that's been in the fridge for that long. For that. So if you're like, chicken will last for a month. You have to eat chicken that's been in the fridge for a month. Oh, okay. That's the whole game. Okay, that's yeah. a good way to frame it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, butter. How long in, in the fridge? I think a pretty long time. Yeah. I would say like three months. Wow. It says one month after sell-by date. So probably three months. It, yeah, it depends. Sell-by dates. Those things are like very generous. <laughs> Is that true? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, lychees. Oh, God, like two months. In the fridge? Yeah. Five to seven days. <laughs> okay. Um, this is all by, all this information, by the way, is from a website called stilltasty.com. Oh, interesting that that exists. I know. Check it out if you're curious. Um, a, a veggie burger, a frozen veggie burger in the freezer. In the freezer? Yep. Those last a long time in the freezer. How long? I mean, like infinity. Yeah. In the freezer? Well, that'd be, that'd be I, wrong. I guess I'd say... Oh yeah, I guess at three months, six months. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you were right, like, but somewhere between three months and infinity. Right. 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 Exactly. Uh, Cilantro. One day. Seven to ten days. I know that's kind of BS. You pick these are. This is a fun game. Right. It's kind of blast. Well, I picked. I was a little nervous that you might actually deal with. And these are very. I'm very wrong. Well, for the most part, though, Justin and I go to the grocery store. Like every day. Well, that's the thing is I feel like in New York, that's what you do. You yeah. kind of cook day to day. You don't really have groceries for the next no. two weeks because you can't carry it. And like for us, like we never know what meals we're making. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And there's stores like on the way home from exactly, work. Like always, exactly. Exactly. But anyway. Um, cooked quinoa. How long in the fridge? Two days. Yeah. Three to five days. Okay. So you, you I'm know. I'm not very good at this. Bourbon. 20 years. Forever. Oh, okay. You're right. Well, Isn't that fun? Yeah, that was a fun game. I know. Um, and I also just like the like liquor. Like you think, yeah, it would last long, but it, bourbon, the answer is literally forever. I mean, think about wine. But wine does go bad. But like, yeah. it has like a... You're right. Wine does go bad. But it is like you don't want to drink it right away. Like, so that's interesting. Is that true? If you buy a bottle, you probably shouldn't drink it right away. It depends on what you like. Some like really nice bottles. Like you should not drink them right away, but sometimes it doesn't matter so much for cheaper bottles. Aren't you also supposed to like air it out? Like when you open it, you like let it breathe for a minute. I think it's one of those things where like a cheap bottle of wine, it's not going to matter. But you really should like basically anything I'm buying at home, but like uh, get a, Decanter, decanter if you have yeah. if you really want to air it up yeah oh well i'm i just listened to this one today so i'm excited because uh 
Now we you got more. Go back to Definitely Dying. Now and you got more. And this is actually an old episode, too, so there's a ton more where this came from. I have to stalk Madeline Walter. Uh, you should. And for all of you who are interested, it's Definitely Dying is the podcast in this episode was Nicole Byer. Byer. The next segment, because we're moving right along, is Jingle Jangle, where we give you a segment with a little music in it as something to tap your tooths to. Yeah. Um, this is from Nash Butte, which... I don't even need to describe this podcast anymore because I talk about it so much. You love it. It's my favorite. Um, Jackie J is one of my favorite podcasters. She even won a potty award for a podcaster crush. <laughs> potty awards were our <laughs> awards that we gave out. We do need to Just for some Not context. everyone knows. Not everyone knows. Um, Wait, I have a question about Natch Butte. Yes. Does it, stand for, does it stand for natural beauty? Yeah, she's trying to make it seem like a teen magazine from the 90s. Ah, uh, that's like cute. Like Natch. I love know? that. Yeah. Um, but she is an actress and a comedian and she has a great singing voice. Um, she always starts her podcast with a song that she's rewritten for the show based on like a pop, like a pop song or something like that. One of my favorites is, uh, you know, the song system of a downs chop suey Uh and she sings, wake up. Why don't you put on a little makeup? (laughs) But she has a good voice and they're actually like great songs. Good covers. And this is Natch Butte, uh, episode, uh, New York to LA with Gabrielle Ruiz. And do you watch X, uh, crazy? We do. We love it. I've never seen it, but I think I like it, but she's on. So she's a great singer. She's amazing. Yeah. They're singing together in this clip for, uh, Gabrielle's Natch Butte episode. Jackie J with my girl Chooch. Gabrielle Ruiz and Natch Beauty. Natch Butte Honeys, come on. Uh, uh, uh. Question, tell me what you think about me. I buy my own serums and I buy my own creams. Listen to Natch Beauty when you're feeling lonely. When it's all over, leave a review, please. Question, tell me what you feel about this. Test on animals, you get dismissed. I pay my own target and my VIB rouge. Always 50-50 with drugstore and bouche. The blush on my cheek, I bought it. The elf I'm wearing, I bought it. The nicks I'm rocking, I bought it. Cause I'm a natch beauty, and I love it. The tart I'm wearing, I bought it. The fresh fringe I'm rocking, I've got it. The neck I'm creaming, I've got it. Cause I'm a natch beauty, I'm a natch beauty. All the natches looking snatchy, throw your promise. Jackie, how your honeys get snatched like that? Girl, I didn't know you could get snatched like that. Jackie, how your honeys get snatched like that? Pretty good, right? That was so good. I don't have anything to say. Just tap your toots. Tap your toots. And if you like fun, silly remakes of songs and new funny songs, you should definitely watch Gabrielle Ruiz on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend oh on the gosh. CW. Yes. A little plug yes. for a show that's not even a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, this is a bonus. Yo. For free. Should we jump into No Comment? Yes. No Comment is the segment where we play a clip that does not need editorializing from us. We're just going to set it up and drop it off and drive away. Drive away. 
<laughs> so this one comes to us from Dakota Ring, which is a brand new show about cracking cultural mysteries hosted by Slate's TV critic Willa Paskin. Have you listened to this one before? This is another one I've never heard of. What What am I doing using these for clips instead of using them for ch- podcast I challenge? Oh my gosh. What a chump. Do you want to go back? What a chump I am. Um, so... I, I really like the whole concept. Basically, she breaks down a cultural object idea or habit to try to figure out what it means and why it happens. This episode called The Laugh Box is all about what like what happened to TV sitcom laugh tracks, like um, the invention of it, the evolution of it and the extinction of the form, which was created by an American sound engineer, Charles Douglas. Um, the whole episode is super interesting so you should definitely check out the whole thing but in this clip willa paskin discusses her preconceived notions of laugh tracks i want to say here that every knock on the laugh track that you've ever heard that it's fake that it's corny that it's cheating that it's not funny that it thinks audiences are dumb people have been saying since the beginning and that's part of the reason for douglas's silence but listening to douglas's laughs hearing paul try to recreate them it changed how i thought about them I've always prided myself on being open-minded about the laugh track. A funny show is a funny show, with or without one. But even so, I always thought of them as automated, mechanical. But they aren't really that at all. They're a craft. Charlie Douglas played his laugh box like it was an instrument, literally. A lot of people think it was just a bunch of laughs thrown into a tape machine and someone was pushing the button. It was an art. I mean, he took it very seriously. Here's one of Charlie's laughs. It was used in the late 60s and 70s, including in the pilot for MASH. (laughs) You hear the laughter tailing off at the end? I love that. It tells a story in a single laugh. There's a joke, but one guy in the audience, he doesn't get it right away. He's a split second late, and then he laughs a little bit longer. Here, listen to it again. Charlie Douglas wasn't just a sound engineer. He was a psychologist. That no comment came to us from Decoder Ring. The episode was called The Laugh Box. Can I take my hand off my mouth? <laughs> yes, you can take your hand okay. off your mouth. Moving on. Moving on. That This was a great ep. It sure was. We did great work. No, I really loved the clips you had for this episode. I love talking to you about Cold Stone Creamery. Me too. I feel like we could really have a spinoff called Cold Stone Creamery and the time a guy came from a train and said he just wanted a cup of vanilla ice cream. Oh my god. Sounds (laughs) personal. He was like, I'm really in a hurry. I gotta get back to the train. We were like, what What train train and where? You know there's a train track going through the middle of town? Oh, that's true. But But I I didn't think there was like a station. Was he a ghost? That's like like a Twilight Zone episode. Oh I'm not joking. He looked like an old timey train engineer. You have this is a go- and he was really frustrated. All I kept this being time, like, "You thought it was like a summer job story? It's a ghost story. <gasps> it's a ghost story." And of course, he didn't want gummy bears in his ice cream. He didn't not. even know those were invented. Yeah. <laughs> My gosh. I think you need to call a funny feeling podcast. It's true. That story. <laughs> it's and true. you can like give the caveat like I'm not sure it's a ghost story, I'm but like I think pretty I'm like, Let's sure. Be sure. Like who's <laughs> sure about anything? Oh my gosh. That is just combining all of our podcast loves. Oh my god. What a great episode. Thank you. Thanks for editing. To our, yeah. And um thanks for listening. And it, thanks please for rate us. Rating us on iTunes. Summer of sweepstakes sixty time. Bum, bum, and you'll get our headshots. I am not making sense anymore. It's been a great episode. Bye. In Coldstone, we trust. <laughs>